Welcome to Rise and Thrive, a segment of the Unyielded Podcast. I am your host, Bobby Kaler. These short segments are meant to be fuel for you, for your week, and for your life. If you are finding value in these, and if you haven't done so already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. Patterns, winning strategies, modes of operating. We all have them. Some of them have made us very successful until they become our ceiling. There comes a point when our patterns outlive their usefulness. At that point, they can begin to keep us stuck. They are working against us. But because we've had them for so long, we can't even see them anymore. Here's an example I grew up very modestly. I was a farm girl and I worked hard. I started picking and selling blackberries when I was 12 years old because I needed to make money for school clothes. Here's a side note in case you ever wondered about this it takes a lot of blackberries to buy school clothes. In fact, my first year selling blackberries, my split of the profits was a whopping $75. Even back then, in the 80s or late 70s, $75 didn't go very far at the local Walmart. And that's when I wandered into the sewing department and I discovered bolts of fabrics and patterns. And I thought, why couldn't I learn how to sew? So I talked with the woman working there and I explained that my mom had a sewing machine and I did not have a clue how to use it, but that I wanted to learn. She talked me through how to select the pattern and the appropriate fabric and other things like that I'd need, like, you know, thread and buttons, elastic zippers, etc. And I was on my way and I actually became pretty good at it and I ended up making all of my school clothes. But my pattern was that I pushed myself hard. It didn't matter how much of an underdog I was. It didn't matter if I was sick or if I was tired. It didn't matter what effort it took. I worked hard, and I prided myself on my ability to outwork anyone. That was my winning strategy. I could point to that and say, that's why I'm successful in my career. It's why I maintained a 4.0 GPA during my undergrad and graduate programs. It's why I'm a published author. It also is what led to my collapse back in 2003. About 18 months into my recovery, I found a new doctor, Dr. Barb, and she assured me that I could get well again, which was great news as she was the first doctor who believed that I could. And I remember this so clearly. I was sitting in her office. And she told me that, and I proudly told her, just tell me what to do, and I'll do it, because I can push through anything. She looked at me, and she said, that's exactly what got you sick. And what got you sick will not get you well. And that was one of the scariest moments of my entire recovery. And to put that in perspective, by that point, I'd already had one doctor tell me that he believed that I had about a 3% chance of a full recovery. And later, I would have one doctor, this was a couple of years after that, who he was looking at my adrenal gland report. And based on those results, he told me, and I'm quoting, you should not be alive with these results. But those moments were not as scary as that moment with Dr. Barb. When she said that to me, that's exactly what got you sick and what got you sick will not get you well. 
that felt like she cut off a part of who I was. I identified with my pattern to the extent that the pattern was me. And I overused it to the point that my strength became my weakness. And that's when I had to confront my pattern. In a way, though, I was very, very lucky. Most people don't have a crisis that puts a spotlight on their pattern the way that I did. And patterns can be anything. But at the heart of it is this. They are our automatic ways of thinking, feeling, and acting. And they are so ingrained that we may not even be aware of them anymore. We mistakenly believe that the pattern is simply who we are. The problem comes about when we take the pattern or the behavior too far, like I did. Did I need to work so hard that so that I could buy school clothes, a car, pay my way in life, put myself through college, etc.? Yes, I did need to work that hard, but it, it became a problem when I over-relied on it. I used it too long. It was the only strategy I used. It was like, I like using a hammer, so all problems are nails. So here's some examples of other uh, patterns. I need to control the project because others won't do as good a job as I will. If the others are happy, then I'll be happy. Just put it on my shoulders. I'll get it done. I have to manage every last detail. No one else pays attention to the details like I do. I have to push myself to have my edge. I'll just do it because I'm the only one who can do it right. Why do all the worst things happen to me? Others think I'm distracted or that I overthink things, but I'm always five steps ahead on our backup plans. If I say no to a request, what will others think? And don't worry about it. It's going to work itself out. Again, patterns begin to work against us when we take them too far. Most of our patterns are driven by our inner saboteurs. And there are, and this comes from uh, the research, uh, it's specifically in positive intelligence. There are 10 saboteurs that researchers have identified. There's the judge, and the judge is universal. We all have a judge. Then there's the avoider, the controller, the hyperachiever, the hyperrational, the hypervigilant, the pleaser, the restless, the stickler, and finally the victim. If you'd like to learn more about which ones you might have and how they might be working against you, I'm going to share a link in the comments or in the show notes, and you can take a free assessment so that you can find out which of these saboteurs are showing up for you. Because the first step to changing the pattern is becoming aware of the pattern. I hope this episode was helpful. I'd love to know your comments. If you have any questions, send them my way. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button so that you never miss another episode. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a fabulous week and make sure that whatever happens, that you rise and thrive.